Hey guys, this is Nikki DeSalvatore and welcome to A Mom and a Mic. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and was created to provide a safe place for moms of every age, every walk of life, and every background. My prayer for you is to find solace, comfort, laughter, hope, and inspiration as we journey through this adventure called Life Together. Today I'm sharing with you episode number six called Can the Turkey Carve the Memories? If you would like to share today's episode with a friend, just go to amalmanamike.com and look for episode number six, Can the Turkey Carve the Memories? Also, I would love for you to reach out and connect with me on my Facebook page, Amalmanamike. Here you will find words of inspiration, reminders to keep you motivated, and dialogue to get you through the week, hopefully making you smile and laugh. It's no doubt that Thanksgiving this year will look a little differently than years in the past. Gatherings may be less, resources may be scarce, traditions may be a little changed. But this year, above all other years, this year we need Thanksgiving. We need the warmth of being together. We need the comfort of blessings we've been given. We need the hope that the day set aside to give thanks becomes the start of new things to come. What we don't need this year is a day of stress, of worry, or a day that we try to impress the in-laws. So, on the eve of Thanksgiving 2020, with a little creativity and a whole lot of grace, I will show you how this year especially, you'll be able to can the turkey and carve out the memories. Number one, skip the turkey and order a brisket instead. I mean, I know the pilgrims ate turkey at the first Thanksgiving, but it's 2020. The year of change, right? Besides, turkey's overrated to begin with. For my family, every year we struggle with the dilemma of should we cook a turkey and choke on dry leftovers, or should we give in to normalcy and cook up the Thanksgiving bird? Last week, as I was strolling through social media, I finally saw it. I saw the ad, the beautiful ad that showed restaurants would buy the turkey and actually cook it for you. Two words, game changer. So this year, we decided we would skip cooking the big fat turkey ourselves and opt for a small smoked turkey, brisket, and a quart of pulled pork, all prepared by one of our favorite restaurants in town, Puckett's. Keep in mind, we only have five people eating with us this year, but I'm telling you, I was so excited, I ordered one of each kind of meat. Now, do you have some family recipes for sides that great-grandma used to make? Awesome. Make those from scratch. But trust me, lifesaver number one. Order the meat from a restaurant. It's not only super yummy, but it's going to save you a ton of time. Number two, watch some football. Personally, I can't fathom not wanting to watch football on Thanksgiving, or any other day of the week for that matter. But whether you like NFL football or not, there's something about having the game on that just exudes happiness. Even if you don't have a certain team to cheer for, go Hawks, I just look at the teams that you're playing on Thanksgiving and choose one to root for. You'll soon find yourself cheering and screaming at the TV as your team makes the winning touchdown. Number three, uninvite the in-laws. Okay, so Thanksgiving is a time for family and loved ones. I get that. But if there's any year that you can have a pass from getting your cheeks squeezed by Aunt Mildred, then it's 2020. Like, we're all supposed to be social distancing, right? 
This year, your excuse has literally been dropped in your lap. I mean, you're not purposely excluding Uncle Jim from his questioning on when you're going to start doing something with your life, or Aunt Lee's analysis of how you let yourself go. You're just following CDC guidelines, which says to keep your distance. So, make the gathering small. Not only will you do your due diligence, you'll save your cheeks and your ego from getting pinched. Number four, keep the dessert homemade. What's the best part of Thanksgiving? The dessert, right? So after you buy the bird or whatever meat from a restaurant, take the time to make the dessert from scratch. Unless you have a bakery like we have in Middle Tennessee, and you could just order pies from there. For us, we're ordering a chocolate pie and a pecan pie from the bakery, but we're making a pumpkin pie from scratch. Keeping the dessert homemade makes the last thing on your lips remembered as a Thanksgiving dinner which spent hours in the kitchen, when in reality, it took less time than watching a movie. Number five, tune in to the Macy's Day Parade. For nearly a hundred years, Macy's department store has hosted what's become an iconic annual Thanksgiving tradition. I mean, even as a child, I always equated this parade as the official kickoff to Christmas. This year, thanks to the pandemic, it will look a little different, but as New Yorkers always say, the show must go on. I was reading an article this weekend about the parade, saying that many people wondered why Macy's didn't just cancel the event altogether. But according to Macy's, they felt holding a parade this year was more important than ever. So hats off to Macy's. I know I will be on the couch ready with coffee in hand. Number six, prep for Christmas a few days before. To all the people who start decorating for Christmas the day after Thanksgiving, this is for you. And I fall right into that category as well. But this year especially, our goal is to reduce our stress and carve more memories with our loved ones, right? So I started thinking, if I sort out the fun parts of decorating and save those to do with family, taking care of the not-so-fun parts before Turkey Day arrives, then I've set that day up for fun instead of stress. For me, putting the actual tree up is a pain in the butt. Or hanging the lights outside, I've heard from my husband, is a pain in his side. So I thought, let's get these things done before the big day. Save the fun stuff like hanging the ornaments on the tree, or putting up decorations in your home for when your family is around. Not only will you have more time to create memories, but the memories you create won't be scenes of you swearing at a tree, as the last glass ornament breaks in your hand and now you're trying to figure out how to get blood off of a tree branch. Number seven, don't travel. Yes, we want to spend time with family on Thanksgiving, but with the pandemic, here's your second excuse. Stay home. You've got your tree up from tip number six, so stay in your jammies for the morning and listen to tip number five, watching the Macy's Day Parade. Staying home with a warm cup of coffee and your favorite pair of jammies creates a Thanksgiving that puts you truly in the comfort zone. Number eight, get outside. So we've had our snuggle time in the morning. Now it's time to put on your favorite pair of jeans, a soft hoodie, and go outside. Take a walk, play some street football, or build a bonfire. The fresh air coupled with the sounds of nature will do your spirit a great deal of good. Number nine, make a list. It doesn't have to be a long list, nor does it need to take a long time. 
but it needs to be done. This has been a tough year for all of us, but with adversity comes hope, and with hope comes gratefulness. Although the world has had its share of trials this year, it's really important to stop through the trials, reflect on the things that were blessings to us this year, and to give thanks for those specific things. You know, this reminds me of the story where Jesus came across ten lepers. These were people who had the leprosy disease back in the Old Testament. They cried out and begged him for mercy, but Jesus just sent them on to the priests. It wasn't until they were on their way that they stopped and realized, wait, what? We're healed. In seconds, their entire leprosy was completely gone. So at this point, you would think the men would like run back to Jesus, fall down at his feet, giving thanks and praising the Lord for their miracle, right? But no, only one went back. One. This year, we don't have leprosy. But what we do have is the coronavirus. Have you ever thought, how can we ask the Lord to heal our land from COVID and restore our thanksgivings and gatherings to what they used to be when we don't even stop to thank Him for the good things He has allowed in 2020? If we stopped and realized that every single good thing we have in our lives comes directly from the Lord, from His kindness and love towards us, then gratitude should just come naturally. He not only loves us when we're thankful, but gratitude gets the Lord's attention and in turn transforms us as well. Number 10. Give back. From the words of a true lady, Audrey Hepburn, she said, As you grow older, you will discover that you have two hands. One for helping yourself, the other for helping others. After all, isn't that what life is all about? It's not how perfectly we carved the turkey or how the mashed potatoes came out just right. It's about knowing that the person we pass by on the street every week has a hot meal in his stomach, or that the kid who has no choice but to celebrate Thanksgiving in a shelter experiences a warm coat on their back. If we would just stop for a moment and think, what if that were me? And realize that it's by the grace of God that put you in a space to say, Thank God that isn't me. The Lord rewards the heart of a giver. He sees the compassion we give out, and it comes back to us tenfold. What has this world lacked for the past few years? A sense of connectiveness. A realization that we are each other's responsibility. That if one person is down, it is our job to pick them up. This Thanksgiving, giving back means more than it ever has. It's paying it forward without any restrictions, without any boundaries, and without the expectation that we will get anything in return. It's a hand reaching out that doesn't see color, nor is skewed by what is deemed respectable to give. It's simply this. What and how we choose to show grace from what the core of our heart tells us should be given. Buy some stuffed animals, put your mask on, and drop them off at a local emergency room. Make two pans of mac and cheese instead of one, and give one to the local shelter. Knock on the door to someone you know is alone, and make sure they're taking care of this season. Whatever you choose to do, make sure you do it without the world knowing, so that you do it with a pure heart. 
The only people who should know what you're giving are your children. Remember, children learn by actions. Show them the heart of gratefulness. Show them that the hope in this world doesn't depend on what the neighbor down the street is doing. It's up to us to make the change. Thanksgiving, by Webster's definition, is a day appointed for giving thanks for divine goodness. From the world's version, it can be a time of stress from cooking, cleaning, and the pressure to create a bountiful table. This year, make it a day of simplicity, of ease, of actions that extend far beyond the perimeters of that day. Lessen the load, can the turkey, and take that time saved to carve out some memories instead. After all, in the words of Winston Churchill, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Until next week, my friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his face upon you and give you peace. Know that the light in me acknowledges, honors, loves, and respects the light within you. Thanks so much for tuning in to A Mom and a Mike podcast. You have blessed my life by being here with me. This has been a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you want to reach out and connect with me on Facebook, you can find me on my A Mom and a Mike group page. NickStang123 on Instagram or at NikkiDeSalvatore1 on Twitter. If something spoke to your heart today or if you just want to be kind, please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Remember, be strong, be encouraged, be loved.